Pam Brulot, and I am the owner of Munchen House um, and Icicle Brewing Company. They're both in Leavenworth. Munchen House is our sausage grill and beer garden, and Icicle Brewing Company, um, we built it in 2010. Munchen House we built in 2001, and so we've been in the sausage and beer industry for quite a while now. And Leavenworth is a great city to do that in. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I'm married. My husband's Oliver, and I have three kids three grown kids, Gabrielle, Josh, and Elise, and um, yeah, so I'm pretty busy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the president of the Brewers Guild, which yeah, is a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. I have a great team, though. My yeah. team just came in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, great. Now you're going to have to get This week's episode of Washington Beer Talk is a special one. Normally, I talk with brewers about their breweries, but this particular brewery owner is also the president of the Brewers Guild of Washington. Today we sat down in a second floor of Hales Brewery near Ballard while they were setting up for their quarterly Brewers Guild meeting. She's the owner of Icicle Brewing in Leavenworth, Washington, but we didn't have time to talk about that at all. Instead, Pam and I discussed what the Guild is, the benefits of joining the Guild, of which there are many, the beer fests the Guild organizes, and we even got a little political and talked about the presence of women in a brewery and the takeover of breweries by AB InBev. Take a listen. You're the president of the Brewers Guild, which is really cool, yes. and I want to talk about that a lot. So far, all I've done is talk to brewers about their breweries, nice. but you're also like the owner of Icicle, so there's lots to talk about there as well. Yeah, I wear a lot of hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think ideally we'll talk a lot about the Brewers Guild. I, I sort yeah. of don't know anything about it. I, I've heard. Yeah, I would like love a to bit. kind of talk yeah. about what it is because a lot, of, even brew, a lot of brewers don't know. I so. think I heard a stat that the Brewers Guild has something like. 30 or 40 percent membership well i actually i think we're over 50 percent now helps having a membership coordinator like camera Mm -hmm. the the great thing is is that we do represent a lot of the production in washington state but ideally my goal as president is to have 100 percent membership Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i do um you know, as a small and independent brewer, I see the value even for the smallest of nano breweries. The Brewers Guild is just such a great value for um, information, um, access to peers for um, all kinds of industry knowledge. Um, tonight, here at Hales, we're having our um, quarterly Brewers Guild general meeting, and we're flying in an ambassador from the Brewers Association. We also have three people from consultants from Baker Tilly. So they're flying in from Wisconsin and also from Minnesota and Texas. So it's great access to industry resources for even the smallest of brewers. Is that the goal of the meeting is to kind of spread knowledge? Yeah, so our mission is basically, I'll I'll kind of go back to the the beginning. So in Washington state, we're a little bit different because we are the only state that has a Washington Beer Commission that every brewery is automatically a member of and pays per you know, per um, product, as part of their production payments, they become automatically a part of the beer commission. Like a tax? Yeah, it's not really a tax, it's kind of like an assessment. Or dues or Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty nominal um, and that, so all of us kind of are part of the Washington Beer Commission, whose mission is to promote and market Washington beer. And the guild is separate in that it's a, we have separate membership dues, and we our mission is basically 
in brewer education, in legislation, so legislative issues, and then also brewer networking. So um, we kind of handle the more regulatory side and informational side, and so we differ, but we work very closely with our Beer Commission. Okay. Um, Eric from the Beer Commission will actually be here tonight at our meeting, because we all have the same goal of um, selling Washington-made beer. One great thing about the Guild is we offer a forum, and that's part of a benefit of our membership, is, is you get access to our Brewers Forum. And um, it's a great place to find out information, advice, um, sell um, equipment, buy equipment, if you need um, staff, if you have like a weird question, all kinds of industry knowledge. And, and so it's great to have that. Um, just to, I think it's nice as a brewery owner to know you're not alone, that every, we all kind of go through the same struggles and, and can kind of talk to each other, so. Other than the kind of the brewers meeting you're doing yeah. this tonight, is that like, so that's a quarterly meeting. Yeah. Do you do more other, like other events that you guys host? Yeah, so um, we have two festivals that are our main fundraisers. We Those just, are the Belgian Beer Fest and the yeah, Winter Beer Fest. Yeah, actually the Winter, the Cask Fest. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, right. it's confusing because the Beer Commission does most of mm. the, they do like Belgian Fest and they do the Washington Brewers Fest mm -hmm. and then the um, okay. South Sound, yeah, the... Tri-Cities, Beer Fest, so okay. they do the majority, and the brews, the um, Beer Commission also is in charge of like Washington Beer Lovers, um, and then the the app too, so okay. the, um, so if you're looking for Washington breweries, it's a great app to go to the, the, What's wobble, the, app the wobble app, oh, that's the right. Washington Beer Commission app, gotcha. so, okay. yeah, that's a great one to see, because um, we have like a, 375 breweries in Washington State, give or take a few, mm -hmm. it's always fluctuating, it's all, yeah, but they, yeah, they open pretty fast, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and so, um, in the country, we have the, uh, we're right behind California for most number of breweries, so, so kind of... Um, is that per capita or... Uh, it's not per capita, just like actual okay. number of breweries. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. per capita, like... Yeah, that, we... That, that number is, I guess, important, but I like the I like The bulk, the bulk. <laughs> like yeah. The yeah, and most of our breweries in Washington are very local and small, and um, which is great. It's It allows our breweries to really connect with their customers and local areas and communities and... For me, as the beer president, something that that I strive to work towards is just keep all of our members educated about quality, making quality beer, because you know we're home of the hops in Washington State, and so, and anytime um, you have a brewery and you have a great local following, you ha you need to provide quality beer. It's all that's without that, um, you know, that's the the stronghold of our industry and small craft breweries like we are all about quality and and great access to hops and local maltsters and um you know i think something that is great about all of our washington breweries is that the dollars really do go back into our state's economy in in our hops in our malting um now we have like keg manufacturers in our state we have um it's not just the breweries that, peop that customers are supporting in Washington State. It's all of the industries that breweries help support. So with, whether it's ingredients, both, um, we have several um, beer schools. Tamara, who you met, met mm -hmm. earlier, 
So she was an intern of ours, and she was at the Skagit Valley um, program. And so she, um, so now she works for us part-time as our membership coordinator. So Central has a, a beer, beer program. Um, also Washington State University now has a malting program and a um, beer education, brewery education, and then also UW-Tacoma too, and gosh, many more. Several community colleges have beer-specific programs, so, so we hope to be able to reach out to, and network with them more. We have a lot, lot going on all the time. You mentioned that she was an intern. Yeah. We have a full-time executive director now, mm -hmm. Annie McGrath, and she's amazing. She comes with um, a lot of industry knowledge down in Olympia. She was a lobbyist before, worked, um, spent a lot of years in Olympia. A beer lobbyist? No, she was actually with the wine oh. industry, so and so That's and fair. some other good industries. Team, good team yeah, yeah. Um, we all work pretty closely together. Um, wine, the small wineries of the state, and. Um, beverage manufacturing and so we also work very closely with the Washington Hospitality Association mm -hmm. and so because as small brewers we want to have good relations um, with our retailers that serve our beer, help us get our beer to customers and um, we also work closely with our wholesalers too because we are reliant on them to get good access to market not something we're always kind of protecting and fighting for is being able to get our small and independent breweries beer out in the marketplace because it can be confusing. There are a lot of big breweries that have bought craft breweries and they're no longer considered craft. That's something um, I wanted to discuss later. Yes, yeah. Um, what kind of stuff do you do to advocate craft brew shelf space? Yeah, so a lot of that has to do with making sure that our liquor laws, liquor and cannabis board laws, protect our access to market so that bigger players can't come in and buy shelf space, so that it is a fair, um, fair market. Um, you know, it's not always that way, unfortunately, but we do work with the industries to help keep it that way as much as possible. Do you try to advocate for like a certain percentage of shelf space, be craft beer or independent beer? Um, yeah, not necessarily. I mean, honestly, we just try to get as much Washington beer on the shelves as possible because mm -hmm. <laughs> it just helps helps all of us. Is that a membership benefit if somebody is a, if a member of the brewers, like one of the brewery members of the guild comes to you and says, hey, we need some help getting on a shelf. Is that something you guys can like help them do? Or do you just do that in a no. general sense? We try to help people through education, like mm. how to develop good um, relationships with your wholesalers and work on good distribution contracts so that we're really working as team players. And also working with our liquor and cannabis board to make sure that that the laws support our efforts to fairly get our um, products on the shelf and in, in the customer's hand and protecting our tap rooms because, you know, we don't want to compete with the retailers. We, we love our, re our retailers and restaurants that get um, beer to our customers, but we see our tap rooms as great spaces for the public to support our outside sales. Um, it's a great place to learn about the beers, get a taste of it, and then you can go while you're having dinner at, at restaurants or go to the grocery store and know what's out there in the Washington beer world. Mm -hmm. Can a bar, a restaurant, or a retailer uh, join a guild? Or is that, it's a brewer's only? Yeah, they can. We actually do have an associate membership for um, 
for retailers and we would love to grow that aspect because I think there are ways that we can help educate bars um, even things like the styles that are available the the great hops that we have here and also like things such as keeping your lines clean because if the beer is good for the customers that's great for Washington beer because um, the it doesn't compromise the flavors of the beer and the quality. So we're all about quality and safety. And if you don't have good beer, you're not going to sell it. It's it's a it's a very it's a pretty saturated market. And so people who have quality and have good access to market, they're going to survive. And so we're really pushing that. You were mentioning something about dirty tap lines. Yeah. And I technically certified to like go to a bar and say, oh, I can taste the diacetyl yeah. in this tap line. You should clean this. But I've never felt comfortable doing that. And yeah. it's because most of the time, if I'm at a bar that I'm not familiar with, mm. they're serving beer from a brewery that's like around a corner that I haven't been to yet. And I've been yeah. to a lot, and I have it, but I haven't been to them all. So every now and then I get a beer and I go, this tastes like it might be bad. And it's probably because that looks gross. But like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go make that bartender mad. Yeah. So it's like kind of weird. And that, that's probably the exact kind of thing you're trying to educate mm-hmm. for. Yeah, I think that... I mean, for our own business at Munchen House and Ice School Brewing Company, for us, it's all about the customer experience. And I think that that is something that has to be um, talked about over and over again, whether you're at a brewery or whether you're at a restaurant. Um, because if you, ha- you know, if you don't have clean lines, you're not going to serve a quality product, and the customer experience is going to be bad. And none of us can afford to um, ha- offer bad customer experiences because um, it is a consumer marketplace right now. There are lots of establishments out in the, out in the neighborhoods, and, and consumers have a choice. So customer experience is huge. And beer lines and the beer experience are just as important as the food experience too so what are what what did you do to become the president of Brewers Guild um I think I drew the short straw no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no it was a very intense um no I don't know actually I first got involved with the guild um as a an at-large board member so that was my first election and so I was elected to the board as an at-large member. What does and that mean? So it's just a board, a general board member. Yeah, we have like president, vice president, treasurer, secretary, and then two at-large members. Gotcha. So when I when I when you said at-large, there's a brew in Everett called at-large. Oh um, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, was like, I wish. How yeah, that happen? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so um, then um, when our past president Heather McClung um, was leaving. She, her term was up, and she asked if I would run for president. And um, so I just thought it was a good chance to volunteer some time in an industry I feel very passionate about. I've spent pretty much a big part of my life in this industry. My degree's in education, but I have worked at bars and restaurants through college. And so, yeah, so I was excited to, to run and and luckily I do have such a great support team and and Annie's an amazing executive director. I couldn't do it without her. She makes me look good. <laughs> and now we have Tamara on board too as our membership coordinator and it's just been so great. I love that there are also three females. Um, 
the show up to. We should talk about like pink boots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you guys doing to support that? Yeah, so I've been a pink boots member since I think 2010. It was maybe 2009 even when I first went to the craft brewers conference as a brewery in planning and um, our first our the first meeting I went to was very small now it's huge and we don't even do introductions I just um, so I just got back from the craft brewers conference in Nashville Tennessee and we had a, a pink boots society meeting there that I went to and pink boots society in case you don't know it is um, a group that is for any female that makes a living in the beer industry. So it could be as a lawyer that represents craft breweries or as a bartender and, or as a brewery owner. So it's a great network of just amazing women. And, you know, I, do, I don't really get too much into, like, women in the beer industry because I don't even really see a difference. I've never really felt um, any different than anyone else in the craft beer industry. But I do, I feel honored that, um, you don't you see know. it as like a boys club or anything. Yeah, no, I think you could find that in any industry if you want to, but, but I, I've been surrounded by amazing men and women in this industry. And every, the one thing that makes the craft beer industry so different, I think, is we are also collaborative. And I think that's what I like so much about the Guild, too, is when we were starting our brewery, everyone was so helpful. Um, our brewer, we're at Hales today for our meeting, and our brewer actually, after we hired him, um, at, he came and brewed at Hales, like came for the day, and they let him brew just to learn some more. So <laughs> that's very typical in our industry. If you have questions, everyone is like, tripping over themselves to help you out. So it is a great industry as far as collaboration and and just we have a great network. So I'm that's why I love um, my president role. Like it's it's just fun <laughs> getting to know everyone in this industry. So I think in our society, I think that we still I think it's a problem. I think that anytime, you know, there that women feel belittled or degraded or less than that's a problem whether it's beer industry or any industry I think that there's a lot of awareness nowadays and I think that's positive um, so like as far as society I mean I think I think that um, I think the more we can see people as a whole as we're all individuals and worthy that's the goal men or women so you know, in the beer industry, I mean, it, there are, it's definitely a male dominated industry, but I do feel like that, like any of industries in, you know, in America, I think that that's changing. And I think that our industry, um, I think it really supports females. I know we have a female on our brew crew and we don't really see her as any, as different. So I, I try not to look at women as, different or as an issue or anything like that. I think it's cool that we empower women in our industry. And I think the more we can do that, um, I think society as a whole will keep people who aren't doing that in check. And we're seeing that nowadays. I think, um, you know, in, in, any, in any industry, it's not cool to, to when you're not treating your female employees or coworkers or, or females in general. Um, whether it's through your advertising or how you treat them in public or at business meetings or your interactions with them. I think um, the more we can see not only women but just people as people, 
we're all going to be further ahead in all industries. So, so um, I think it sends a really good message to um, people in the world that there are females in our industry. It's not just a guy's world. And, um, and I think we're seeing that in all kinds of industries. So I am proud to be a part of that. I don't really, um, I don't focus on it too much, but I, I am proud to be a female in the beer industry, so. <laughs> you can talk a little bit more about what you do as president. What's, yeah. what's your role? So, um, you know, like I said, Annie and Tamara do the work. <laughs> I think for oh, me. Oh, here's another question. That's yeah, yeah. My head, um, yeah. Before you get into it. Yeah. How, how many people work like for or with the Brewers Guild? You mentioned several board members. Was it six or eight or so? Yeah. Um, so. And then there's you and you've mentioned two other employees, the head of hiring. And yeah. So, so with the Brewers Guild, we only have one full-time um, executive director, that's Annie, and now we have a part-time membership coordinator, that's Tamara. She's also a brewer at Sumerian. So we are a very lean staff to handle all that we do. We have a, a great board, so we um, meet probably four to six times a year. We try to do um, like a road show where we go visit. Um, breweries all around the state and sometimes we'll travel with the liquor and cannabis board and do um, educational meetings and stuff like that so we are kind of a very small and lean organization but but probably my main role as president is just making sure that we're staying on track staying within our mission we, we just did a survey of our members to make sure that we're kind of aware of concerns and things that they might, issues that they may have that we might need to put some attention towards. What kind um, of things did you learn in that survey? Yeah, kind of like we we asked about what legislative issues or that, um, that might be coming up and so it's a lot of that as, as we're coming into a fairly saturated market that's pretty competitive, I think just concerns about maintaining that access to market in a fair way. And one thing that came up too that we threw out there is the desire to have a technical conference or like a summit, almost like a, a mini craft brewers conference. So the craft brewers conference is put on by our national organization, the Brewers Association. Um, but as a state, we have so many brewers and not a lot of them can make it to the craft brewers conference. And so we think it would be a value to offer a technical conference next year. So. Um, Local? Yeah, locally, so in the state, and so that way we could, um, we have a lot of allied members, which would be things like insurance companies or malting companies or thing, or hops. So it offers a chance for allied members to, to get um, in touch with our members and also offer educational courses and things like that, so. Um, you mentioned the the big craft brewers conference in Nashville. Yeah. Um, what was what was kind of the goal of that? Just to sort of yeah. differentiate what they do versus what you do. To and go to as many honky tonk bars as we can and try <laughs> all the Nashville craft beer. No, I'm just kidding. So the the goal of yeah the goal of the national conference. Um, I'll say for myself personally what I get out of it. Um, we get to go to different seminars and they track it. So some are for technical brewing, some are for leadership and guilds, and um, some are for um, marketing and some are for sales. And so it's great to be able to go to those seminars and, um, and learn more. 
and then it's also great for networking. That's where we found um, Baker Tilly, which is the, the group that's coming out tonight. They're industry consultants, and so we found out about them, as Arbury did, from um, Craft Brewers Conference, and they help guilds out a lot. And, and so I'd say, I'd say the national um, conferences a lot, a lot of what we do at a state level, but multiplied. And um, so it offers a chance for the guild leadership to get together and make sure we're all on the same page. And we actually, a, a lot of our wholesalers were there because it's, they have a wholesalers conference at the same time, so it's a great time to get to spend time with your, your wholesalers and get to know them and further that relationship too. And I think just anytime you can get away with your team from your brewery, get out of the brewery and kind of work on the business rather than in it all the time, for me personally, it serves as a great way to do that um, so it's, it is an investment, but, but it is something that we value. And, and our state guild works very closely with the Brewers Association. We kind of are a small entity of them. So Okay. That's what I was actually kind of wondering, yeah. what you were, how you were associated with the Brewers Association. So yeah. are you like basically just a local branch, or are you a separate organization that just works very closely? Yeah, so we're a separate organization. Um, as far as the Washington State Guild, um, most of our members are probably me also members of the Brewers Association. If they aren't, we try to encourage that because it gives you the same resources that we have on a state level on a national level. Brewer networking, education, legislation, marketing ideas. Um, and, and so, um, the, the Brewers Association actually has a, a full-time staff member. Her name is Acacia Coast, and and she is a guild liaison. And so we um, work with her to make sure that, you know, if we have any questions as far as the guild, um, she serves as a great resource. They also, um, like, will pay for Annie to go out to... Um, um, Washington, D.C. to go to the National Hill Climb there to meet with our, our um, legislators mm -hmm. in D.C. so that we're not only championing our issues on a state level, we're also going on a national level to make sure we um, are pushing the... That's one of the things issues. I noticed was that like the state level and national level that are like, national level doesn't do much. Right? I mean, yeah. the state level, well, everything's different. I, yeah, I, I'm it originally depends. from Texas. A lot of liquor laws are at the state level. So um, on the national level, there's like the TTB. Um, we, we did get a big win in the, our Craft Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act passed. And so our breweries nationally will see a, re, a reduced um, excise tax, which will be huge. Like I know for us, we are actually planning a brewery expansion and that will go directly towards that and to help our, um, our grow our sales team. And so it's, it's directly going into the community and into um, further manufacturing, so. I think I heard about that, um, that particular tax and I think and that's has something to do with like the cost. There's a tax per barrel, mm -hmm. um, and it used to be something like twelve or eighteen, and now yeah. you knocked it. Is that is this knocking it down to six or so? Is that the yeah, same thing? Yeah, um, yeah. So our excise tax will be cut in half down okay. to three fifty. So okay. um, a barrel is actually two kegs. Right. So that yeah, then, not okay. everyone knows that. So. Yeah. 
want to talk a little bit about like the industry in general. You were talking about brewers yeah. being bought by Budweiser and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I have to make the distinction Budweiser and Bev, even though they're sort of yeah, the yeah, same yeah. guy now. Yeah. But I read this history, like this history book on Budweiser, and I was um, annoyed by how like fun the Budweiser history was and then yeah. they sort of get bought by ABM Bev and everything sucks yeah. so I feel like I have to make that distinction, yeah, distinction. Yeah. Um, but anyway so the industry is doing its own thing uh, let's talk about the ABM Bev stuff so like yes, those yeah. guys are buying breweries left and right yeah. um, I've kind of got my own opinions on it um, yeah. I'd like to kind of hear what you think as the president of Brewers Guild yeah so um, local brewery yeah I think for me um, when you see everything that's out there um I think the most important thing to me in the beer world is transparency. And it's right now we don't have a very transparent market. People um, are buying beers that have been bought by big breweries and they, they'll bring them to my house and be like, oh, look at this craft beer. And it's not, I'm like, it, that's yeah. Anheuser-Busch, AB InBev, of course, which is fine. It's not, I'm not a beer snob. I mean, I have drank a lot of, a lot of Coors Light and, Bud Light and Keystone, like I'm not, I'm not a beer snob, but I do believe in that customers should know who's who's actually making their beer, and if it is a, actually a small and independent craft brewery, and I think the Brewers Association has done a great job in They're trying to get that message, the, the upside down beer label. Yeah, it gives us a way as consumers to see what breweries are actually independent. You know, I, I think it's. I would never tell people what to buy, except for I would always push small and independent Washington craft breweries <laughs> above anyone else. But um, I think you at least should go in with with knowledge and open eyes as to what you're buying. And I think that um, I think we're getting there. I think we have a lot of work to do, and it's going to take all of us to help spread the word. I, I've I'm being I've, pretty politically correct. Yeah, I, I don't want you to get into it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know it is hard because I don't want to come off as like a snob and you know just yeah. pushing. Well, you um, have a job to support beer, local breweries. Yeah, like, you can't feel bad. Honestly, I see what the difference that it makes. I see that when you buy a beer from a small Washington craft brewery, how much of that money stays in your community? Like it really does. If you buy, you know, even outside of Washington State, that you're basically supporting our surrounding states, which is great if that's what you're choosing to do, but. If you really do want to make a difference in Washington for Washington manufacturers and keep those dollars in Washington, I I think the best way you can do it is buy Washington small and independent craft beer. Vote for Pam. <laughs> I am up for election. <laughs> uh, who, who votes on that? Is that the uh, is that the, the Brewers the Guild? Brewers yeah. Themselves? Yeah. Um, uh, is it is it the the board or the the, the, the general all all, all of the members everyone, yeah the members just the just the, um, the associate members the brewery members gotcha, yeah yeah um, if I talk to a brewer tomorrow and he or she hasn't hasn't even heard of the Brewers Guild yeah tell what, them to join them? Yes. Yeah, how do I so, tell them what what do they get if I tell them to yeah join? so so have them go to WashingtonBrewersGuild.org and we have an online sign up. And um, they, if they have any questions, um, I am very accessible. I'm on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, every social media. They can come visit me at the brewery. They can, so if they have any questions, I would be happy to tell them. The reasons why you should become a member of the guild is number one, brewer networking. I think for me, that is a huge value. 
Number two, we are protecting the interests of small brewers. So if you want to keep your access to market and um, still be successful, you know, be successful, we need our team and our Brewers Guild members in Washington or in Olympia for our hill climb to help spread our message so that people know how important um, our manufacturing jobs are for our state so that we already pay a ton of taxes. We pay double what Oregon pays in state taxes on top of federal taxes. So we got a break on federal mm. taxes, not at the state level. We pay double Oregon, and so we are at a disadvantage. So the fact, like, with that tax in place, like, that makes it harder for brewers to... Yeah, to, we, we to don't have as much money to reinvest yeah. in our businesses. It's expensive. The brewing industry, like, you do it because you're passionate. It's not because you, like, want to be rich. You know, I, I, I visited accounts today hauling my suitcase, so we work hard <laughs> and we love it. And so, but we are at a disadvantage, I think, a little bit from our neighboring states because we do pay a lot more in tax. And, um, and so, so that's a big reason to support the Guild because we are trying to protect our interests at the state level and also at the national level. I'll be with Annie in DC and, um, and I pay my own way there. I'm a volunteer position. Um, and we have a small, lean staff. And so our, our membership dollars goes directly towards protecting and um, educating Washington State Brewers. So the educational component, too. So the team that's coming here tonight from Baker Tilly and from the Brewers Association, usually breweries would only get access to that at the Craft Brewers Conference, which is expensive to go to. We feel that we can add value to our members by bringing, um, that, bringing um, them here. And, and our, our um, entry-level dues are $150. So I know it's, it's a lot. Every dollar counts when you're starting a brewery. But I can think of a lot of worse things to spend $150 on. And just getting access to your peers, access to um, legislative protection, and then access to education is just invaluable. I don't think people really, um, I, think, I think a lot of people just don't know that, that, you know, they think they're part of the commission. A lot of small brewers just don't know, and so we're working really hard um, to get the word out about what we do and, and why it's important to join. Um, okay, uh, if you can think of anything else you want to say, uh, tag it on. Yeah, drink Washington beer. That's <laughs> All right, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Water now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks again to Pam for taking the time to chat with me. Since we didn't get to talk about your brewery in Leavenworth, I guess we'll just have to make a trip out there for round two. I put links to all the organizations discussed in the podcast notes, or you can go to the website to see the full post. That's the Brewers Association, Washington Brewers Guild, and Washington Beer Commission, by the way. If you want to hear more episodes of Washington Beer Talk, then go to cyclingcistern.com. They're all up there. You can also find them wherever you get your podcasts, like Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Do you know a brewery that wants to be on Washington Beer Talk? Then go to cyclingcistern.com and contact me. We'll talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please leave a rating. Go back to Facebook and comment and like. The best way to support the Cycling Cistern is to get on your bike and drink. Please bike and drink responsibly.
I wanted to do like a karaoke song, like pick a good one for oh. tonight. You karaoke fan? <laughs> I'm terrible, but I like to <laughs> I like to be ready just in case. I like to do. I'm a big fan of group karaoke, oh, yeah, like yeah. Summer Loving. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> uh, I was just about to tell you the, the story. Um, speaking of karaoke, that's how I met my partner. Oh um, no way! I was at Barnov over in Greenwood. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I love I love that. And uh, and. I was with my friends and I was like, guys, I want to sing. I want to sing something from Greece. Who wants to sing "Summer Loving" with me? And uh, I go, no, Andrew. None of us know that song. We're not going to sing it with you. And, and How do then, they not know "Summer Loving"? What's wrong with your friends? Like you can fake it, <laughs> yeah. but actually, it's really hard to do in karaoke because it doesn't do it, the chorus or like the you know yeah. the background bits. So mm-hmm. they don't have like the "Tell me more, tell me yeah. more." That's not on the know Yeah, those. <laughs> that's true. And so my now girlfriend got up and she sang. Um, Look at me, I'm Sandra D. And so I ran up behind her. I was like, "Hey, oh, <laughs> you gotta no sing, this. you gotta sing way. Summer Loving with me." And she goes, "Oh God, who is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. 